What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. We got a good one for you today, like my man Steve Harvey say. Rob McElhaney and Charlie Day. I'm rhyming. I'm, I'm going to continue to rhyme on this show the entire time I'm on this show, yo. Uh, these two dudes are so great, man. I'm so happy to have them with me. Always sunny in Philadelphia. What an incredible show that will span for 18 seasons, maybe more. Who knows? They're the best. I'm glad they did it. And also, I'm very excited to announce the Tito Cheeto Tour. Let's go. The Tito Cheeto Tour, baby. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to see you wherever you are. Uh, the Tito Cheeto Tour. Dates are going to be up on August 2nd. Monday, August 2nd. All the dates will drop, which is in, what, three days. Uh, you'll be able to get tickets for everywhere. Denver, Nashville, Boston, San Francisco, Cancun, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Pittsburgh, PA, New York, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Philly, San Diego, Phoenix for New Year's Eve shows, St. Louis, Kansas City, Chi-Town, Coming Home, Chicago Theater, so excited, Albany, New York, uh, Foxwoods Casino, Seattle, and Portland. That's all going to be up on andrewsantino.com August 2nd. Please check them out. Right now you can buy Denver, Nashville, and Boston. Um, Go to andrewsantino.com for all those tickets, andrewsantino.com. Please come see me live. Enough yammering on from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today, one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It is Charlie Day and Rob McElhaney. Thanks for coming to the show. Thanks, man. Thank, thank you, you for being here. You did say one yeah, of you your favorite one. people on earth. So yeah, now, now I noticed that. Pick. No, one of you is. I think you're well aware of which yeah. one it is. Flip a yeah, coin. I, Flip a coin. I know who it is. Who is it, guys? Glenn. I'm going to say <laughs> it's LeBron James. It's Caitlin. <laughs> oh, it's Caitlin. Well, yeah, it is. That's all. That's very true, and I, I can't lie to you guys. I like neither of you more than the other. Um, I like one of you more than the other, but I can't. We won't. Thanks for coming, guys. It's good to be here. It's uh, good to see Charlie. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you yeah, guys don't God, see each other a lot. Was the last time we saw each yeah, other? Yeah, was God. it? Uh, it was not. It was yesterday. It was not fifteen hours, right? Was it? Was it that many maybe hours? Not at least four, thirteen hours, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. Go. Half a day. Is your friendship severed because of the show? No, no. Be, actually, be that's the crazy. That's the craziest thing about our Any show. Any of it's your like, friendships are severed at all? No. No, I don't think so. Really? I mean, yeah. I'm still married to one of one of them. He's still married to one of them. Yeah. 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 But nothing. But no, there is no like. There's definitely like I think like maybe at the end of the season we're like all right let's just take a little break and yeah. you know but. But then we take breaks and we then we hang out. We play golf together. Yeah, and Rob and I hang, and I don't hang with Glenn enough, but I love hanging out with Glenn. We all we live on different parts of the city. I think that's the one thing. Yeah, we're on spread purpose. out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what why, why that's accidental. I think we like different things. What do you like? Rob likes like snooty rich people. And <laughs> yeah. He likes trying to reinvent himself as yeah. a sort of greater than human being, right? Is that what you're aiming yeah, at? Yeah, I mean, if you could just put my address out on the podcast, that'd be great. 1420. <laughs> Guys, look right down here below. But Charlie has a 360 degree panoramic view of yeah, the entire city. I have a city very nice wow. view. Downtown LA. You live uh, I, I above the Staples downtown Center. Downtown LA, when it's clear, I can see the ocean, I can see the Hollywood sign, I can see Park Observatory. Wow. He, he can yeah. see, he can look down upon everybody. Yeah. He's yeah. ever tried to make yes. it. I live in the lows. I live in the lows. Ah, uh, see, that's real risky. The dips. Yeah. I live in the dips. Yeah. How, how high is your gate? 
Uh, we don't have a gate. Yeah, that's yeah, we problem. can't afford a gate. How do, you keep you, how do you keep the riffraff out? I stand out front all night with a broom. Oh, that works too. And I wave yeah, people yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how, like well, all... But how much do you pay your security? Sixty bucks a day. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, it's yeah. not bad. Ooh, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a little tight. Is it? Yeah, it's tight. Should I increase gotta, the budget? Here's how I know guy. where I'm Think at. Think about the broom it, waving alone. Well, it's getting. This is getting a lot stronger because of the. I, I usually only use the right hand with the broom. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're gonna want to switch that up. No, righties. I'm a righty only baby. I want this arm to be limp and thin, and this one to be fucking jacked. For that's your, what I that's want. Good that's good for the game. That's kind of go for a game. unique look. You know what I mean? <laughs> be like, he's that one actor with the thick arm oh, and the thick arm, thin, thin arm. arm. That yeah. guy's good. Yeah, he's great. This is how I know where I am in Hollywood. Um, is that people still? walk outside of my house on Monday night to collect cans out of my recycling. I'm there still. Like, I don't... No, that doesn't go away. I don't think that goes that away anyway. Go really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you a... can't... If you're up in a hill, they can't get to you. No, nah, my cans are out on the street. In the hills? Yeah, they wander up the hills and... That's, that's bold to push a cart up a hill. People need money, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, give them some then. <laughs> Fuck that. Wow. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I I, I want to help the homeless. I just uh, not now, not right now. I don't want to <laughs> help them at all. Every every single one, I'll be bankrupt in a week. Really? Yeah, yeah. actually, true. Because I went past I went past the West Side the other day. I went to Brentwood, and by the VA. Yeah, it's a, it's it's crazy. just tense uh, all along the uh, what Wilshire and and, and, and then actually Sam on the grounds there. of the uh, on the grounds of the VA now. Everywhere. It, yeah, it's everywhere. everywhere. But it's, it's totally terrible. legal, right? They have to leave them there because they can. They call it's like um, yes. I don't even know what the term is. Yeah. Not sanctuary, but they have to leave them there. We're, it's a uh, it's uh, a very well known problem in the city of Los Angeles, and we're throwing lots of money at it. And I'm sure you know. We, well, let's get down. Let's get down to the business. Let's, let's get down to the brass. I think we can solve homelessness in this podcast. We can, right, Charlie? Now, what what, what information do you, do you have on on this? What did the Japanese do? Because have you been to Japan? They I'm, kill them. Oh. I'm not kidding. They kill them, and they'll tell you. Really? Oh yeah, they'll tell you right to your face. They'll make you a highball and go, "We kill them." That's brutal. 1412, please. That is brutal. Yeah. No, Japan that... is remarkably, shockingly clean. I do think they hide them somewhere. I do well, think yeah, they take it's them like off what, the street. What happened in New York, right, like in the, in, in the 90s, but well before I got there, I remember just hearing about there was a massive homeless problem, and then certainly very specifically in Times Square. And then by the time I arrived, sometime in the late 90s or early 2000s, when Giuliani was mayor, they were just gone. And yeah. People were like, well, "What happened?" Well, they, the problem didn't disappear. They just got pushed, pushed out. Rudy the magician, yeah. as they call he him. He ground them up and made them into bad hair dye. <laughs> 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 it's gonna run under the lights, but otherwise. Watching him shake and the hair dye slowly yeah. drip down was so computerized. It was like some. It's it's almost like somebody yeah. programmed that and it's like, and the drip <laughs> happens now, and it's like <laughs> slowly moving down his head. Ah, uh, the Giuliani belt uh, bot is melting. <laughs> It's melting. <laughs> Move it out of the lights. Move it out of the lights. All right, get pulling the other one. Has anybody had a more precipitous fall? Like than Giuliani? Grace, than Giuliani? I mean, for the love of God. I would well, say O.J. Uh, Simpson. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I meant yeah. in politics. Yeah, sure. Take I guess I meant in, in politics. What was the mayor, uh, uh, what was the, the crack-smoking mayor? What was his name? Was that right? Uh, uh, in, in D.C.? Mayor Barry. Mayor Barry. He that's, got reelected. I know, but that's, well, and then died... From an overdose, right? Well, sure. Well, okay, that's a pretty big fall. I tried to warn you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty big fall. Also, the most well, yes, famous. you can make the argument that JFK had a pretty tough fall too. I'm just saying, from 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 Giuliani's perspective, who mm-hmm. was like, so well loved, loved, yeah, like mm-hmm. universally loved. He was to now reviled. I went. We just went to Dallas, and my friend uh, Chris and I 
uh, we stood on the X. You can go stand on the X where JFK was shot, and you can look up at the infirmary. Book depository. Book uh, depository. Yeah. And uh, I'm not making a joke, but I am. Really good shot. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, the that, accuracy well, was that's, insane. That's, 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 that's the, the argument. Thing, yeah. Is that I mean, people are like, it's not, there's no way. I'm like, maybe, but maybe he's just a good shot. What about this fact that we've all accepted? What's a book depository? I never thought about it. it. Was what's the, a, yeah, the children's what's a Texas book. It, what's it, a deposit? You're you depositing your books there? Yeah, you have to deposit your books in Texas. <laughs> nope, and it can't be reading here, boy. All right, go deposit that. I saw you get that book. Yeah, don't put that away. Do, deposit that up there, man, because uh, there's a whole lot of. It just What's a man piss off tax takes man? it and burns it. No, I love. We're all going to be moving there at some point, so we, you know, we that's should embrace half it. of the comedy community took their money and ran to Texas. Yeah, why? Oh, taxes, taxes, taxes. I think a big tax shelter, but also I think uh, there's this idea. Yeah, Texas throws around, and I do love Texas. I fucking love Texas. I do, too. They throw around the word freedom, though, a lot of times, where they're like, "You more freedom. It's like, I don't think anywhere is more free than any state in the United States, but I think you get to have more of your money is what really what it is. They don't take as much from you. so they're That's like, awesome. Yeah, let's go. I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? Come on. I, li- I like the weather here. Yeah. Well, but, the, but, but the fires are tough. I don't like to be landlocked. I'm not a, you know... A, I like to be near an ocean. But are you? You're not anywhere near the ocean. No, he no, no, he, but he, went, go- he went and got himself as landlocked as possible. No, yeah. I, I could drive the ocean in thirty minutes. 45, 55. In the middle of the night. Tra- <laughs> and then park. during pandemic, I'm yeah. there no problem. <laughs> that was all what I said when someone's like, "Don't you? You, you must love living in LA. You get to be near the beach." I'm like, I'm, "We've I we go once every four years." With your complexion, yeah, yeah. Santino, you <laughs> shouldn't be talking. going anywhere. Look who's near talking. It. You're not olive skin. I wear a ton of. You you've seen me how often when I when we go bar. out. It's all day long. You don't uh-huh. even. You don't put on sunscreen once. No, I do. I'm slathered in it. Are you really? Yeah. Because I know ne- he lubes up three, four times. Oh, you mean yeah. while we while we well, play around in golf? Yeah. No, but only because I'm dumb, like dumb and you're lazy. cool to get burnt. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, and you, I'll you get are home Italian. And I'll, yeah, I do have part Italian, yeah. so that helps. But it's three helpful. three white guys from um, places with weather that we come from. It's just it, you're never gonna. You're never going to not burn. I'm going to burn the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in Arizona for five years. Oh, Christ. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, was bur- I was burnt most of my college. Sure. I mean, that's my. Sure. That's my. Um, I mean, even the lizards are hiding under rocks. So yeah. Like, yeah. What, a, <laughs> what know, am I doing? What, a, what are you doing? <laughs> I went from car to house, car to house. And I would, they would shelter me and yeah, they would yeah. put blankets over me yeah. and then I'd walk in somewhere and I'd be okay again. Yeah. But it was, it, honestly, I do. That's the only fear of cancer I have. I don't have a fear of cancer. You know, at least one in three, you're going to get it. That's what they say. The only one is that one. I'm not afraid of, like, you know, colon or all that other shit. Skin, for sure. I know I'm getting Like, I'm getting it, and I just have to accept it. Mm. And I'm like, hey, I I'm guess that's I'm going to say, based on just the diet I see around the uh-huh. room, you're going to get prostate cancer. You think so? Yeah. Okay. But I'm, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that maybe it doesn't happen until your 80s anyway. So Fine. Then I'm already dead. Fine. Then I'm already dead. I brought these in for you guys because I know that I know um, that's uh, these are all, all these are just for you, Rob, because you're on a strict diet. So I'd like to see you eat as many of these. You don't have to eat any, but you should. You know, I haven't eaten a donut in, in quite a while. I know that's I, why I'm leaving. I it don't there. have a sweet tooth. Your funniest season, you ate nothing but donuts. Uh, oh, it was I all know. donuts. Yeah, that was, was the, you donuts. think that was the funniest season. I'll eat a donut. You should have a donut. Yeah, it's worth it. The reason I brought these in is because on the plane I watched a thing called the Donut King documentary mm. about how. Ninety-five percent of the donut shops in LA are run by Cambodian uh, families, or it used to be refugees. And then this guy, the Donut King, 
not to give away the documentary, but he moved here, worked on the Winchell's program, learned about it, opened up his own shops, and then became the most successful purveyor of donuts in Los Angeles. What do you do is you buy a shop, get a Cambodian family over here, have them run it, you know, give them percentages, and they popped up all over Southern California. That's why, like, in, in Southern California, you can find literally 10 donut shops within a square mile. And it was almost all exclusively Cambodian famous at one time. Now it's, you know. So it's one parent company that owns a bunch of independent stores that aren't, there's no, like, branding about it. They're just it used to be called things. Christie's Donuts. Christie's. Yeah, I know Christie's. That was him. That was him. Oh. Yeah, that was him. And then, then it became Donut King. Or maybe took. I'm thinking of Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Maybe that's I don't know. Completely Krispy. different thing. Yeah. Why yeah, is there the, always, like, that's like a hangout for sort of an unsavory element of. That's why I love it. Yeah, but why? Like, why, like... Why a donut shop? Yeah. Because they have everything. They have, like, a ham, egg, and cheese. They have cake. Mm-hmm. They have coffee. They coffee. have... It's the coffee. Co- you, coffee. You can come in and sit co- and drink a cup of coffee for three hours. Yeah, For, for, yeah, for yeah. $1.65. Yeah. yeah and they'll keep filling you up with that burnt coffee. Mm-hmm. And that woman comes it out with burnt. a limp. And they haven't cleaned the pot in forever. Why would they? Coffee's just going right back in there. It's like making your bed. I'm going right back in there in a couple hours. Yeah. I like that mentality. I don't need to... Mm-hmm. Why fix it up? It's going to get nasty again. How often do you wash your sheets? Uh, me, personally? <laughs> How often does a person wash their sheets, wash their sheets? Yeah. Um, do you know where the washing machine is in your house? Do you have a washing machine, or do you, is it There's all? There's got to be one in there somewhere. <laughs> There's so many rooms. Uh, There's got to be a machine. <laughs> no, I do. I, I, I wash. I'm, I'm, I do the chores sometimes. Liar. Um, this is such a, what a bad lie. But I wash my own shit, you know? You don't wash your family's shit? No. Wow. I'm you, like you. You have a human that washes for you. You have a I have house a, a, helper. A, a woman who will come to our house once a week. Yeah, and uh, be there for a few hours and help out. And wash your clothes. <laughs> help, not, help out by what? By, by <laughs> washing and cleaning. Yeah, I like. No, no, no. Everyone has that service, but the washing yes. of the clothes, I'm weary of. I don't want someone washing my stuff. No, I wash my own clothes most of the time. Yeah. Every now and then, she'll grab the laundry basket and be like, "Oh shit, she washed my clothes," and I love it. You do. Yes. Because it's with care. Because she's better at it than I am. Well, how can you, well, it's just how do you fuck it up? Do you just it. throw it in and it does it. Not a good folder. <laughs> Folding. <laughs> you, well, that's the thing. The washing is not, the easy part. I'm you not, throw it in a machine, you hit start. That's like, yeah. easy, but I'm, I'm not great at folding. I'll shrink a shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at it. I'll shrink a shirt would have been, the, that should be your autobiography. I'll shrink a shirt. I'll shrink a shirt. <laughs> by Charlie Day. I shrink most stuff that I, but I, I know that when I buy it. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy it big and go, well, this will get small. There's no doubt. Interesting. Yeah, because I just don't trust the way I do. Th- if I'm in a hurry and I'm throwing stuff around, I just yeah, don't trust it. Yeah, but like if you like shrink like a sweater or like a sweatshirt, sometimes the back will get higher than the mm-hmm. front. And you'll like, be Quasimodo. Yeah, it just won't fit right ever again. No, you're true. No, you're I, right. Having kids fucked me all up because I was definitely on the path of never having to do that myself ever again. Mm. But then you have kids and you're like, well, I don't want to teach them that somebody else cleans up after you or does your own shit. And so we're like, okay, we'll give them chores and they got to do their own shit. And then Caitlin was like, yeah, but now we have to do it too because we have to set the example. They can't uh-huh. see dad paying somebody. And I'm like, I don't, maybe that, but what's wrong with that message too? Which is like dad works his ass off to come home and Correct. then create a job for somebody else to come in and, and great. I would I like guarantee that. that if you asked either of your kids whether or not someone else was washing their clothes or you guys were, they'd be like, huh? <laughs> Someone washes our clothes. <laughs> like, no, they. I have no idea. Well, I, but here's the thing: they do it. They do. They do wash their own. They fold their own clothes. And these little motherfuckers. The only reason they do it, 
Which is not, not bad anyway, I guess. It's, it's all incentive-based. That's how they earn their screen time. Uh, oh, screen time wow. payment. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's now, I did just take the iPads away for the last month, and it's been great. What happened? Well, the incentives go away. That's a problem. But then, t- but the first week sucks. But then their brains start to, like, descramble. And then, right. they're, then they're, like, kind and sweet to each other. You're like, oh, shit. Like, all of that stuff that you're reading about, how the, the, it's all screwing with our heads, it's all true. Of course. And they're now reset. And now somehow we, we've gotten them to, to continue to do the shores without the incentive. Wow. That's like I magic. Mean, I guess it worked. You throw an so iPad far. in front of your kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, here, take it. There's no, it's never going away. No, it's definitely going away. There's a limited amount of time. Do you put it on the, is it the thing where you can program it? You know, where you, it shuts off? Have you seen that? No, Apple has just, an app that just, yeah. We're like, yeah. dude, you got like a half hour at the end of the day, go nuts. And he obeys it. Yeah, he's, he's good about it. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. And we, that we were doing that for years and it was working, but then we just found that like it was getting longer and then they were like, going through like 70 games they wouldn't play one game mm. for like 40 minutes they'd play 70 games uh, and you'd be like, what the fuck is going on and it just like i don't know there was something scrambling. because there's so many games to be played it's kind of like if you're scrolling through porn you, you, it's so hard to just stay with one video you got to watch one and then go i did see another one when i was scrolling that i kind of like and you hit that one and you go this is not the one and then you find and another the next one thing you know mm-hmm. you're watching animal stuff <laughs> right like it's it's got to start getting weird zoom in on charlie's face right now <laughs> No, I'm just thinking that, like, Rob's the dad that doesn't let his kids play video games and makes them fold their own laundry. And uh, your kids are probably going to be better off for it, man. No doubt. Yeah, true. No doubt. Yeah. I think it's true. I think. It- I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Caitlin was grown, was raised in a house where, like, when I make t- TV references, because I was just, like, a feral child, which I know Charlie was, too. And I, I was just able to do whatever the fuck I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. and I would watch as much TV as I wanted or whatever. And that's uh, oh, did you did, did you want to take that call? call? Yeah, no, go ahead. No, and get you it. know it's my ring. That's my security is back. He's wandering around the front of the house. Okay, that's great. fine. Okay, that's fine. Great. Yeah, just in case you wanted to that's take good. that during the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> that's fine. No problem. Uh, it's some riffraff getting at your cans. Yeah. Sorry, fellas. Go ahead. Uh, uh, we were and, and 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 I watched such a shitload of television, and so when I talked to Caitlin about like references because we're around the same age. Uh, she has no idea what I'm talking about. She didn't watch any, she wasn't allowed to watch any TV. What? She didn't, she wasn't allowed to like go out and like drink or like hang out with friends in high school really. Her, her parents are great, like super wonderful people. Yeah. But they're like uber healthy. She never ate any like, any like shitty foods. Any it was good stuff. Like, and then she, when she went to college, she went fucking berserk. Yeah. In every way possible. Mm. But she did eventually come back around and like, kind of instills similar values. But I don't know, maybe you just, it's like that Catholic school thing. You just well, My old lady didn't have cable either. They did, did grow up without cable. They grew up out in the country, no cable. I didn't have cable. Yeah, well, I didn't have you cable. You didn't? I didn't no. have cable, no. Wow, so I just, it's one of the, when I talk to her about stuff when I was a kid, shows, I'm blown away. I'm like, how do you know, you don't know what that is? She's like, mm, oh, I don't know. I mean, we, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, kid, we didn't, we only had, you know, the basics. And then after that, though, she never had any of that stuff. So it is strange to feel that big difference. But she's still well-adjusted, so I'm like, well, maybe this shit was all bad anyway. And it wasn't really worth me spending. I mean, I spent so much time in front of the TV. I was obsessed yeah. with watching TV. And I, I think maybe now it's, I don't know. I don't know. If, when, when we have kids, maybe, I don't know what I'll do with that. I feel like I'll be a sucker and be like, watch whatever you want. I'm, I fucking, I did it on a constant basis. Are you going to leave your kids money? No. no. Well, this, we, we, we talk about I don't this know. quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, look, if I, like, Drop dead tomorrow. 
I wouldn't want my kid to be like, and you're broke. You know, like you're gone and could be fun though. Yeah. Teach him a lesson. Know. I don't know. <laughs> two but, lessons. Two lessons, dude. Yeah, Life can be snatched from you at any moment, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're broke. And you're broke. Start all over, buddy. Yeah. But you know, like, like, like all those old rich families that we weren't, you know, yeah. we, like, um, they all just pass their money down and down and. Well, that was I, that really up. was the old standard of like. They're all fucked. They're all, not all everybody. The poor people are fucked up too. Everybody's Absolutely. fucked up. Everyone's They'd rather fucked be up. fucked up and rich. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun. That's fair. It's more fun if you. I think I don't want to leave my kid. Any money, uh, whatever I have. No, I just, you want your kid to go out there and and kind of fail and uh, yeah, yeah, fail. How about and the make most, the richest guy that I know, by far. Uh, his son and I went to school together, and he doesn't. He does. You, I never knew who what his dad was until I met his dad, and then we'd spoken. I was like, holy fucking shit, your dad. I mean, it's it's insane. But he never lived that way. You never saw that. You know, he dro- always drove an old car. He never, he was never, there was nothing about him that exuded like, oh, I came from wealth. And I think that was on purpose. And I, I always appreciated that for some reason. I was like, that's the way to do it. Make him go get it and work for it. And now he does great on his own. But I just think that seems to be the way. Because if you give them stuff, everyone that I know who's been given all of it, I don't know. They don't well, give a, a shit. there's a difference between giving somebody everything that they need, but not everything that they want. Yeah. And that's kind of the, what we're, the way we're doing Especially if you have children and they're 10 and 9 years old, you have to give them everything they need. And then I think there are ways in which you can incentivize them to get what they want. And mm-hmm. then Christmas comes around or, you know, birthday. You could always make them sew their own clothes, though. You could really make them go for it. Make them make their own meals, sew their own clothes, sleep outside. Yeah. And that's... that's make them grow. That's going to that's gonna create a psychopath. <laughs> And then what happens? Then they become successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? It's pretty, you know, it's, there's, no, there's no science to it. You, you never know what's going to happen. You, never, you really don't. Are you a musical genius? No. You are, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, o- I'm okay at music. Like, I can fiddle around on a lot of instruments, and I can, I can put together, like, a catchy melody. But, like, f- my left hand does not work. Like, I, like, on the piano, it's like I can do one note at a time on the left hand. Mm. Um, I'm like okay on guitar, but like someone who like plays guitar can be like, which I can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, can't read music. You know, I could, but I lost. You can it just all. freestyle music. You can you can just improv can, all of it. Yeah, but certain. I'm like anyone who like plays guitar, plays piano, will be like, yeah, I'm just playing the same shit over and over and over again for years, and like variations on that. So no, I feel pretty limited. Music. But you're definitely a musician. Yeah. Yeah, I can play music. When you play, when you played the keys, that clip popped up for me literally in my YouTube annoyingly the other day because I don't like seeing clips of you guys from your show, mm. and it popped up and I watched you playing the piano or the keyboard, and it was impressive because I was like, oh, that's you, I can tell you're just fucking off, but it's good fucking off. But that's as good as it gets. What you heard right there, <laughs> like <laughs> that's good. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's peak me. You know, like I don't. It's not, it's not better than that. But it's but it, for me, it was like, don't take offense to this. It was almost like when someone goes, when you go to like a pickup game for basketball and you see the guy who you're like, that guy can't play basketball. And then he, he shoots and you're like, oh, he can play basketball. Really, really fucking well. It's well. Al- it almost seems unfair because you're like, this guy's already the funniest dude in the room, so he can't have this other talent. Depends on what room. It depends on what room. It does depend on what room. In this room? 
Yeah. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. Not even close. No, no. He is. I'm not. <laughs> he, he is. <laughs> I don't want to be. That's he's the al- thing. He's also. That is the thing, Well, man. right. I, I did not set out to be. No, a, you wanted. You, you wanted to be a dramatic actor. Yes. You wanted yeah. your value to be based on your own feelings of self-worth and not the validation of others. I, I but here be, we are. Here be, we are. I wanted to be taken seriously, but instead I'm the guy eating the donuts. I get it. That's I, why I brought I him. I knew it. he wouldn't eat them. I knew you would eat one. Yeah. I bet Andres 50 bucks that you'd eat one. Oh, nice. And Good. He, and he's yeah, like, no, right. no, then neither will eat. And I was like, watch. I'll eat two. I said, will you no. get 100 if I eat two? Yeah, <laughs> I will. I get 100. There you go. Bam. 100 bucks. In here, we pour whiskey. Is there something interfering with your happiness? I've talked very frequently on this show and on my other show how much I believe in BetterHelp. BetterHelp is incredible. Um, it really is so wonderful to be able to access something like this from the comfort of your own home. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It's professional counseling done securely online from the comfort of your own wherever you are, home, office, uh, in a hotel, uh, in a cab, in a lobby, in an Uber, wherever you got to do it to get help. This is the way to do it. I've spoken very candidly about mental health, my own, and I'm a big proponent of something like this. You can log into your account anytime and anywhere and send a message to your counselor. It's more affordable than traditional um, in-person counseling, which I think is a big plus because right now everyone's wallet's a little bit tight because of the pandy. You're going to get thoughtful and timely responses. You can schedule weekly um, video phone sessions. Uh, so you don't have to wait in a weird waiting room uh, with a old magazine uh, like highlights totally filled out. Uh, throwback. Visit their website. You can see their testimonials. You can see how honest uh, this is that people do love this and use this. The over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional at BetterHelp.com slash reviews. Go to BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash whiskey. BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. Uh, and check it out for yourself. So many people have been using it. They're recruiting counselors in all 50 states. So if this is what you do is help people, help people get help and help yourself. I believe in it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Whiskey Ginger listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. That's BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. It's summer, summer, summer time. It's summertime, kids. And uh, you got to show off them stems. Big Papa's been doing it. I'm six foot one and some change. So I'm a big fan of showing off my big orange Cheeto stems. And Bare Bottom has got the shorts that I love. They sent me a whole bunch of shorts, uh, the seven inchers, because it shows off a little bit more leg than usual, which I like. I got their swim trunks. I got their, um, I got their regular, uh, the regular shorts. Uh, and, man, are these things incredible. Uh, so comfortable. They also have great shirts that they sent me, too. But, man, their shorts are, are so good. The Bare Bottom clothing is uh, the go-to for guys looking to update their wardrobe with high-quality and made-to-last threads without dishing out a small fortune. They are very affordable, and they're great. You get two made-for-summer lightweight tech tees as well and a pair of stretch shorts for under $100 total. Uh, 2021, let's keep our shorts above the knees, my friend. Don't go below the knees. You're going to get smacked on the wrist by a nun in the hallway. Catholic school joke. Um, it's designed to transition from the couch to the gym, work or play or whatever you do. You will love these shorts, I promise. Uh, and giving back is also at the core of what Bare Bottom does. They donated over 100,000 pairs of shorts to children in need starting this summer. They'll be donating uh, a school lunch for each item sold. Come on, man. Feed the kids. Bare Bottom clothing is amazing. Go get yourself a pair of shorts. Right now, our listeners get free shipping on their first order of these super comfortable threads at barebottomclothing.com. Barebottomclothing.com. Use the code whiskey. Uh, barebottomclothing.com. That's bare, B-E-A-R, like the animal. Bottomclothing.com. Use the code whiskey to get free shipping on your first order. Bare Bottom, baby. Cover up your bottom. See that? That's what I like. That's what moves me. Yeah. Yeah, because you you do eat the donuts. I'm I'm much more of a moderation person. Mm. Like, well, that's not true. I mean, I don't know. Everything it's a case by case thing. Like, like um, 
Like you got you and Glenn are much more like strict with your eating and your routines. And I'm a little bit more like, I'll do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But then again, I'm like not drinking right now. I'm like, no, off, done. Tell yeah, we, and we usually drink on the show, but it's a little early for that. Why don't why are yeah. you done drinking? Well, you had an incident? No, I'm just tired of it. You're just sick of the uh, just sick of the sick of the routine. Yeah, it's no good. We want to be a better me. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and see, that's the thing. I can be strict. Like I cannot eat that donut, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I can eat really healthy. Like I can have a salad for lunch, yeah. and I can and then and then no. But no matter what, I'm drinking that Manhattan every night. See, that's what I like. That's every what night. I like. But I can't stop. But I've been doing. Yeah, that. you're an alcoholic. Yeah. I've been doing yeah. that longer than you had. You've Probably, all, you're yeah. only recently like doing the Manhattan every night, and I'd been doing it for like a good twenty years. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, yeah, it's time for a break. Fuck this." Shit. And you get up at five and you work out, and I yeah. won't do that and drink at the same time. I'm like, "No, I'm either like having drinks and hanging out, yeah, or I'm exercising." So that was right? always my justification. Was yeah. if I could work out, then I can, yeah, have, have fun. Yeah, which and I can't, but I can't I, do both. I do no. understand that. I do understand the wanting to break the cycle of like I. I truly do oftentimes feel like I'm, I'm creating a scenario in which I can drink. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. And so there is an obsessive. There's an obsession problem there, right? Where I'm like, oh well, I won't eat that because I because tonight I'm going to do that, and I'd rather do that. Yeah, I do that too. I think everyone does that. You yeah. compartmentalize what's, what's going to like. Uh, Take place for the other thing. Like, yeah. I, we ate salad for dinner last night, and I was miserable. And it was like a small, tiny salad. And then I went out and did shows. And on the way home, like clockwork, I was thinking about texting her, and she texted me, and she goes, I'm starving. I was like, I'm starving. Yeah. I'm absolutely starving. Yeah. But part of the game, as you get become an adult, you're like, I guess I just have to sacrifice shit sometimes. To stay, yeah. To, to stay, stay alive. Alive. Yeah. And, hel- and healthy and feel good, both yeah. mentally and physically. You were, you were cooler to me when you were really fat. Yeah, I get that a lot. I miss you fat. Yeah. Charlie says it. I mean, almost, he just I, said it earlier. I didn't even know you fat. I only met you as you now. Yeah. And you look delicious. I took a picture of the GQ magazine or whatever when I was in the airport. Mm-hmm. This guy. Was it GQ? I was on the cover of a few magazines this year. <laughs> oh, my God. What was it? Men's Health, I think. Men's Health, that's what it was. I liked it. I bought it. You did? I didn't buy it. No, I didn't think. Why would I buy that? Do they still sell them, or is it everything? Airports, baby. Airports, airports. Keeping magazines alive. That's right. All right. But it was impressive because I saw it from afar and I said, "Oh, that's got to be Rob." There's no doubt. Yes. And I walked up and I saw in his chiseled body, and all I wanted was trail mix, but I was fixated on your body by the trail mix, so I had to send you a photo. And you got it, but did you get the trail mix? Of course I did. Now, did you get it with the ones with the M and M's in it? Of course I did. And did you go for the M and M's? Of course I did. Now, Rob, did you work out today? Uh, No, no. I was up very early today, but I I was I was writing. I didn't. um, I was writing. You write first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Holy shit! What were you writing? This other thing I'm doing. Do you write first thing in the morning? Uh, I have before. It's got to be afternoon for me. The morning is just not. You don't have my, kids. My brain doesn't. The I, thing is, like having people around. Like yes, you're I get only, up at five. It's yeah. your only time. Yes. I just mean well, yeah. I just mean comedically, my brain seems to not function in the morning. I just don't. I'm not. It's not clicking enough for me to write jokes. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm going through concepts when I'm thumbing through all my sh- notes, most of the time I'm in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> and I just shit on everything because I'm just in that mood where I'm like, no, this is shit. 
but in the afternoon, I'll be more light about the day, and mm. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a little bit easier. Oh, well, that's a very positive outlook, because I'm, I'm, I think I'm the most optimistic first thing in the morning, because I'm like, oh, anything can happen. And then throughout the course of the day, shit happens. I'm like, fuck this, fuck this shit. <laughs> that's why most comics, I think, write late at night, too. A lot of people write in the middle of the night, which I used to do, too, but then I was like, this isn't healthy, because then I would spiral out into a writing session, and then it'd be three in the morning, and I'm like, well, mm. this is not what my body wants me to do. This is stupid. Yeah. I'm asleep very early. I mean, last night I was asleep by 9.30. You got that Wahlberg schedule where you're in bed by 6 and up by 2? Yeah, you drink that Manhattan at 7, it wants to go to bed by 9. It's only one Manhattan? Well, it, yeah. it depends. You're looking at, I only fill up the glass once, but mm -hmm. I take it to the very brim. You do? Yeah. You do like six fingers of whiskey? Is that what it is? I don't even measure it because I'm afraid to measure it. I just uh. mix it the way I want to mix it in the thing. And then it fills up a full... Manhattan glass or martini glass. Yep. I mean, to the actual top, to where it's almost looks like an, an optical illusion. <laughs> so it could be two Manhattan's. I don't know. <laughs> it's like too. bar bar by bar standards. Do you drink two. by yourself? Uh, no, generally my wife is also an alcoholic, so she drinks one tequila drink every night. Oh wow, that's the deal, that's, right? You said one a night, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's one a, and a it's, lot of control. It, it is because uh, I keep drinking. Yeah, well, the problem for me is like, and it can just be a beer. I'll finish the beer, and the beer's like. There's more of me, right? <laughs> and then yeah. I'll I'll be like, all right, I'll two. Yeah. And then by have two, you're like, well, you might as well have three. Yeah. And then when you have three, you're like, dude, fuck it, don't go to the gym, have four. <laughs> you know? And then you know, <laughs> then you have four, and the four is like, man, one more, and right. then we're going to bed. <laughs> and then you have five, and you go to bed, and you wake up, and you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. But you're like, what? What, what was that all about? Why did I do it? Why did I do that? But I do. There is nothing better than having a drink at dinner. If I've got to go to like a dinner, whether it's with friends or work stuff, and then you get home and you're catching like just a little bit of that buzz, and then I'm like, what can I make at home? Yeah. And then I'll have sure. those until I go to bed, which is bad because I'm at home. I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made yeah. it home. I can I just it. fall asleep on this couch again. Yeah. That's that was my. Yeah. She hated that. Yeah. Well, your your liver's not safe. You're safe. Yeah, I am safe. But your liver's in danger. You can always get a new one. Can't, you, can't they get new ones now? By the time we're having problems with That's it, we can... That's what I feel. Yeah. That's no, how I feel. No, we're no, going to no. be harvesting Oregon. Hell no. No, no we're no, fucked. We're too late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, we'll take it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to die of? How about that? What, Charlie, what do you want to die of? What's your, like, ultimate I want to die of? Okay, uh, I was trying to think of a good joke, but the, in reality, uh, uh, probably... Old age. Just yeah. being like, you know, just like, I'm old and my organs are like, hey, man, let's just, let's just take a break now. Let's just. That's going to be painful, though. Yeah. Like, what about that. a massive heart attack? Like, let's just say you're 90 and you go to sleep. My grandfather, my one grandfather, he, he literally went and was like, I'm going to take a nap. And then never woke up. That was it. Had a fucking massive heart attack. In the, In the middle, middle of a sleep. At what age? Yes. He was like 89 or something. Yeah, that's That's okay. pretty sweet. That's pretty good. Yeah, if you sleep and you don't get up. What do you, you want to die of? I want to see it happen. I've said that for years. It's like a stabbing. I want to watch it. <laughs> I just want to yeah. feel it all. I want uh, to know. See, the dying in the sleep thing tends to be people's answer. They always go, yeah. I want to die. I want to know what happened. Because then what do I know? Whatever you believe in the afterlife, what if you're sleeping and you never know that you... I want to know. I want to watch it. I want to go, I I'm dying. I want to know I'm dying. pain and fear as the last yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's been life. Life has always been pain and fear. Why sure, change at the end? part of it. Why run away from that? All right, let it happen. Got it. I feel like I'd rather know I'm dying than not know I'm dying. I would rather... Mm. It's almost a sense of relief. Well, You're well, like, well, this is it. it. Fuck it. Why not, why not make it like a seven-month-long battle with 
painful no. rectal cancer. No, well, I, I know you know. I want You're the one. The I want the. It's happening right now. I want it to be happening right now. I want it to be in a moment. I'm dying. What, what about like a, a, a horrific car accident that's very clear it's going to go south? Meaning like you have a split second of knowing, oh, I'm about to die. Maybe, but some people live through those things, and that scares me. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, you're the only one that lived. And you're like, no. You know what I mean? And they're like, your head is detached, but we found a way to hook it up to a machine so like you can you live ki- like that. You killed a family, but you're alive. Uh-huh. What, what kind of family? Fair, mm-hmm. you know Fair. what I mean. What mm-hmm. kind? Yeah. Did they deserve? Where are they it? from? Did they deserve mm-hmm. it? Was it the Manson family? Because yeah. Right. Yeah. so be it. So, yeah. so be it. Then you're a hero. How many kids? How old are they? I, it, all this stuff really comes into play. Sure. Who did I kill? How did I kill them? You know, I want to know I'm going to die. What's your last two? What's the last two words of a plane is going down? Plane's going down. You're on it. Your last two words. You say. Fuck me. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Wow. What, I have so many questions. What kind of plane is it? 777. Know? And I'm surrounded by people? And you're sitting in the exit row. You couldn't get first class. Really sad. You're in the I've exit row a, and you're the I've middle. had a couple of, one in particular, a very strange experience on a plane where it was like, it was like, you know that thing where it like drop, drops suddenly? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like fucking fit. And I, it was so severe. The turbulence was so severe that people were fucking screaming and crying. You ever been on one of those flights? Dude, I fly yeah. every weekend. Okay. I'm on those all the time. And people were fucking freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know what happened or what was going on, but I was convinced, okay, this is going to go down and we're going to die. And I just got fucking like bizarrely calm and yeah. was like okay mm-hmm. with it. And there was this person that was next to me and I and it was this guy. He was like so scared. It was a guy. It was an older guy. Mm-hmm. And I just fucking grabbed his hand. And I just like held his hand and then and put it on your penis. <laughs> I was like, buddy, let's go, let's fuck. Like, yeah. Wait, no, and he just like looked this? at me and then he stopped screaming and then I stopped screaming. But then and then I took my hand off of his hand because it got weird. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, that's okay. Like we're gonna like we're gonna go. And I didn't say anything. You were fine. It was with bizarre. It. Yeah. it was bizarre. I was on a jumper a jumper flight from Indianapolis to maybe I was going to New York. And the storm was so bad, they're like, we're going to have to not take off tonight. And I was like, fuck, I can't, this is going to fuck up my whole schedule. And then, like, they were like, just wait by the gate. We'll see if the storm subsides. An hour and a half or so goes by. And they're like, I think the pilot said we're good to go. And I was like, that's that's what what they said to Buddy Holly. I know. I I was like, is this a good idea? Is this going to be the time? I was like, no, come on, the FAA, like, you just, you put your hope into the FAA. You're like, they know that if they can, they can. So we get on the plane. And of course, just as I knew, it was like <laughs> the whole time. It was like on the way up. And as we got to even even to like 30,000, I mean, it was still like this because it's a small mm-hmm. plane. And everyone is doing this thing the whole time, you know, like grabbing yeah, yeah, and kind of yeah. you all start looking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look to my left and I don't can't believe I didn't see him get on the plane because I was like horse blinders. But Phil Knight, you know, the, the basketball coach. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Knight. Phil Knight. Uh, no. No, Phil Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Knight. The basketball coach. Phil Knight started Nike. Yeah. Oh, yeah He's yeah, not flying yeah, yeah. commercial. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the Indiana College? Yeah, the Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was, yeah, it was just like an American Airlines, like a jumper jet to yeah. New York. He's and screaming at the pilots. He's like, <laughs> you call that flying? <laughs> Throwing his chair. Get, in, get out of the chair. Do some laps. <laughs> up and down, up and down the aisles. Let's go. He was I- sitting, reading a newspaper like fucking nothing, <laughs> like, no, like cross-legged. Just reading a newspaper. Like, yeah. nothing existed. Of course. And I looked over, and I was like, this is, God is not going to, whatever it is, 
This guy, he's he's seen it all. This I'm not gonna die on the f- plane with this guy. This yeah. is never gonna go down. Well, it, I've been on planes and been scared, like nervous. Mm-hmm. But like my wife gets really scared, and so I pretend like I'm not. Mm-hmm. But like not not in like that, that first one. I swear to God, we were going down, and I was like, "Fuck it, I don't know what happened." Like my soul left my body. But oftentimes, like in you know, heavy turbulence, I'm just like, I'm gonna pretend like everything's fine, even though I'm fucking nervous because make her feel it, better. It makes her feel better because she right. keeps looking at me, and I'm just like, everything's good, and I'm just like fucking screaming on the inside, like get. <laughs> but get, you have to be get. the the mm. protector. Yeah, mm. and then I look over at my kids, and I'm like, my kids are definitely freaked out. I gotta stay strong for them. Now the kids are on the iPads, and they 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 have no fucking idea what's going on. There is a threshold you cross as like a young teen where you learn. Uh, for some reason, you're like, oh, I think planes might be able to crash. But mm. I remember being a kid and going to visit my grandmother and my dad being like, was that a scary flight? And I was like, what? No. I, like, didn't notice yeah, it was that fun. it was terrible. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I was on a plane in second grade, and then I was not on a plane again until I was 23 years old. What? Yeah, and, the, and, and just did one flight to go test for a pilot out to L.A., and then the next flight I was on, I met Ravon. No shit. Yeah, so That's that was strange. That was dude, my I, third flight I have in my same, life. That, I think I have the same exact experience. I had one plane ride when I was in second grade, and it was when my dad and mom were getting divorced, and they took me down to Florida so my mom could move out. <laughs> hey, let's get Robbie down to Florida. <laughs> and then so you can see some palm trees. And, uh, and then when we, come, experience when we come home, mom will tragedy. be gone, and that'll be totally normal. And then I wasn't on another plane until I was like 22 or 23. And that plane that we met, that, that trip, may have been like one of the first or second yeah. that I had been on. You guys met going out to L.A.? Yeah. yeah. So I had flown out to test for a pilot called Weird Henry. and there was, and, I and, love uh, that show. It never, <laughs> of course yeah. not. So what happens, I land and I do like the producer session and then I get back to my hotel and they're like, uh, the network has dropped the pilot and uh, they're sending you home. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever. Fine. I guess, I mean, I was bummed. I was like, fuck, that's, that's crazy. And then a few weeks later, I was testing for something called Mather House, and I met Rob on the flight. I was like, this guy's an actor. And we talked, and... Uh, and um, That was a bad plane ride for me. Truly, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, this guy's coming out there. I'm like, what character are you going out for? And this is the same one. And I was like, all right, all right. And then by, like, Ohio, I was like, fucking fuck. Like, I'm never getting this job. Because this guy's definitely going to get this fucking job. You guys tested for the exact same? Yes. Wow. Same show, same part. What was it called? Mather? Mather House. It was like a college sitcom. You know, it was like sure. A- but it was written by... Um, it was written by... Um, Jackie Schaefer and uh, Jeff... Uh, really? It was Jeff... No, no. No, it was their third partner. It was um, the guy that ran... Um, the guy that ran Veep for a while. What the fuck's his name? Alec, it's Alec Berg... Jeff Schaefer and is the Italian guy, Come Armando. On. That guy. No, after he left, I gotta look it up. You this look is it up, crazy. but what? Well, so then the same thing happened. So we went and did like one producer session, and then they said, "Yeah, you know what? The network's not making this pilot after all." And I remember you were really pissed off about that, and I was like, "Oh, don't you know this is what happens?" Because yeah. it was my second time <laughs> in a row experiencing that. But then we became pals after that. That's the that was the impetus for the sunny growth. Third flight's the charm. Third flight's the charm. That yeah. should have been named it always. David sunny. Mandel. <laughs> oh, Mandel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. David Mandel. So he wrote it. that. So it was pilot. really good. Yeah. It was really it was really funny. Yeah. Wow. And it just like fell apart. I don't remember the co- but, the script at all. You remember it? I do. 
Yeah, <gasps> Mather House was a. God, it was a, not it surprising. Was a Do you remember what our character's name was? It was probably something like Cooper. Yeah, of course it's it always. It always. You remember? Like you remember Co- what it Cooper. is? Say I don't. It. I don't remember the guy's name. Because I feel like you do remember that stuff, and I know you don't. Yeah, I don't remember I can, shit, no. man. Like the last thing. How do you, you, how do you know that I don't remember? I it can just. It's an energy thing. Yeah, I can just yeah. tell. I'm deleting files as they're coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. That's right. And he's logging it into a dot. He's got a. It's got. He's got a folder, and it's the icons are lined up. And it's, it's well useless. You know, it's but it's ba- there. But you hold it's there, on to but it. Yeah. It depends on the type of information. Like I'm, I'm retaining certain kind of things and deleting others. Like names, facts, dates. Those are all gone. <laughs> those are all useless to me. But definitely, I'm right now actively pissed off that I couldn't remember that guy's name. Yeah, I can feel that. And that, and that makes me angry. And yeah. that's the whiskey. And I don't even actually remember <laughs> the who, who, who who's the name. No, you no, know the name. I don't. No, no. It's worse than that. I don't remember who he's looking up or or what why? it was about. Or yeah. Why? What's the name? You don't remember. You don't remember the name. Just I said just it. said it. Uh, it was like Howie Mandel. I <laughs> <laughs> it was Howie Mandel. That's so much better. <laughs> That's yeah. so great. And you don't care. You're just. Like, I don't yeah. care. That's I don't great. care at all. It's but so why great. would you need to? I guess that's the good. Because you were looking up a useless thing, and it was, it's useless to my life. And I'm like, nah, it doesn't matter. And so he's like, used <laughs> to watching me do things that are like that drive me insane, and he just like lets me spin out. And yeah, then yeah, he's yeah. just like, all right, that's yeah. what I'm doing. But what that do makes for the perfect relationship for you two. Then it and does. when you guys work together, that's probably also what bounces very well. Is your 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 like unique specific organization and your um, whimsy? I don't know what's your what's the word for you. I think I think you're artistic genius, maybe. Uh, yeah, like, like, don't say the G yeah, word. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. You already called that's two. Now yeah. he's he's a mu- musical genius and an artist. I asked genius. if he was you, a musical. Yeah, and he said no. And he said yeah. no. So Sorry, yeah, I said autistic. Oh, you are <laughs> very much. I might be. There's a little bit there. in here. We pour whiskey. Hey, since you're listening to the show right now, I'm in your ear holes somewhere, wherever you are. I think it's safe to say that you love listening to podcasts. Well, you're going to find a ton of binge-worthy podcasts, including ours on Amazon Music, baby. Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to, and they're not just for pods. They also have uh, a bunch of other stuff like Muzak, my friend. Uh, They got some great music on there. They have thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream completely for free. And No matter what you're listening to, you can go to the hands-free with Alexa. Play me something great. If you like me and you want your music on demand and ad-free, you have to try Amazon Music Unlimited. That's going to give you access to over 75 million songs, as well as podcasts, music videos, etc., etc., etc. Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to any song anywhere offline with unlimited skips and ain't going to skip on you. Not like a CD back in the Discman back in the day where it's when you're running. Um, Amazon Music is great. They send me these codes. I got to try these things out. And sometimes I don't like them. And I'm like, I don't want to do the ad. I like this. This is actually great. It's very user-friendly. Amazon, once again, knocking it out of the park. They know exactly what they're doing. It's very convenient. It's cool. It's sleek. They have everything that you need on there. And if you've never tried Amazon Music Unlimited, now is the time. For a limited time, new customers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. No credit card required. Just go to Amazon.com slash WG. Amazon.com slash WG to try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. Amazon.com slash WG. Amazon.com slash WG. Renews automatically cancel anytime. Terms apply. Hey, I'm here to tell you that you can be busy and also eat healthy. I know it seems like it's uh, not a real thing, but you have to do this and try out Evive. Evive is quick. It's easy. It's delicious. Blender-free smoothie. If you ain't got that blender, you can do this without it. It's great. It it provides you plant-based proteins and nutrients to keep your motor running. They sent me a ton of these things. They're all frozen. Came to my front door, and uh, man, were they delicious. They really were truly good. 
um, that my I like my little berry smoothies, as everybody knows, and they want to inspire you to eat healthy. The blenderless smoothies are bursting with high-quality ingredients, organic fruits, vegetables, and all your favorite superfoods. Evive is entirely plant-based. And by the way, I'm not entirely plant-based. I, I, I eat meat outside of this world, and uh, sometimes I like to do plant-based stuff, and this was delicious. Um, it's very quick. It's very easy, and it's like a wheel. It comes in like a little wheel, little pod, little wheel, like a perfect little wheel, like Trivial Pursuit, and you pop one out, you put it in, you put either some almond milk or whatever in it or water, whatever you want, and let it melt, and man, it's easy and delicious. Pick between 12, 24, 36 product box. Select your favorite smoothies. Pick your desired for deliver frequency, and boom, that's it. Their online smoothie subscription is completely customizable and commitment-free. Uh, run that wheel underwater for a few seconds. Pop the cubes in a bottle or a mason jar, whatever you want. Cover the cubes with your favorite liquid, plant-based milk, cold water, or juice. Let it melt for 20 minutes. Shake it. Consume it. Order online with the code WhiskeyGinger20 and get 20% off and free delivery right to your door. Visit our EviveNutrition.com and discover Evive delicious products today. Delicious products is right. These are smoothies that are worth trying. Trust me, I do very much like these on the go. EviveNutrition.com. Use that code WhiskeyGinger20 and get 20% off and free delivery right to your door. Ginger. I like gingers. It's possible. It's very possible. But you know, that's definitely uh, a key to our relationship creatively. Like, I I bring a certain uh, set of, like, things, and he brings another set, and then they just mesh really well. But it's also also difficult because I think about things in a different way, and he, so so does he. So sometimes we butt heads, but we also recognize that that's part of the process and then we have to get through it. But usually when we put it through that sort of uh, grinder of, of different mentalities, we come up with something that we mutually agree on 99% of the time. And that product tends to be something that works. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is, which is cool. I, I have found that alone, you know, on my own, I've done it and it's not worked as well. You know what I mean? And I think Rob has probably, I'd say have more success doing it without me, but there are times where, you know, I think uh, I could have helped in that. Yeah. Project. Is it, was there totally. a moment when you guys, when Sonny got popular, was there a moment that, like, you know, one of you or whatever was getting more on the outside of the show? And did that create any kind of bullshit inside of the show? De- you know, like, definitely that happened, but it didn't create any bullshit. No, no, no drama. No. God, no. it's so, you know, I mean, look. I know you're saying that you're both here and you are still really close, but it is wild to think because everyone, you guys both know that happens 90% of the time. It becomes a... Well, let me ask you that. Cause I'll, it, it, what happened was Charlie started to, soup, to, to pop, which we also recognize coming off the show, and then he started to work in movies. But the yeah. question, I can tell you that Glenn and I never, we never felt any... Who's Glenn? Yeah, fair. Yeah, he's the other guy. <laughs> so we dead. never felt any a- animosity. We were proud of him, and the yeah. truth was, we were so fucking pissed off for so long, which happens to be a trend with me, I suppose. Uh, that that nobody knew the show and nobody cared about the show, uh. and like there was a point in which people were getting like nominated for awards. That you'd be like, these guys are morons. Like Charlie's the fucking best. Like why wouldn't he be in this conversation? So that when one of us, any one of us, and specifically Charlie, like got recognition for that it made us all feel good totally so i don't know if you felt that at the time right did you ever feel anything from us no i don't think so i I like you know maybe sometimes i felt bad about it because like you guys would be doing great work on the show and i'd be like oh man why aren't they getting the opportunities they should be getting you know which maybe i felt guilty that i was or or, like undeserving but i i think oftentimes when there's that resentment it's usually cuz the person is getting those opportunities and also being a fucking dick about it right you know which it, it was like i wasn't like 
no, nah, I'm not doing Sunny anymore. You guys have to kind of operate on my watch. I was still like, <clears throat> you know, Sunny is the job. It's our, it's our thing. It's, it's the, it's still the passion. And I'm like, lucky to do this other stuff on the side. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, it actually is what uh, part of the glue that kept the show together for so long. Because what would happen is, you know, you're in season seven. And you're like, how long are we going to do this? Should we keep doing it? And Charlie would go off and do some big movie, and then he would come back and say, I want to keep doing Sunny. And we would say, Why do you want to keep doing this? And you would always come back and say, because, like, we have it all. This is the job. Like, mm -hmm. yes, that was cool yeah. to go do that movie. I love working with Bateman and Sudeikis, and those guys yeah, are great. Yeah, that was great. And that was an incredible experience. But, like, on this, it's our thing. Yeah. We get to control it completely. We have an audience. We get to do whatever we want. Why would we not keep doing it? And so that was inspiring for us because we were like, oh, shit, it's cool out there to do other things. But if this guy wants to keep coming back and doing it, there's a lot to be said for that. And Danny would say the same thing. Yeah. You know, also, I think in terms of the show itself, I was very conscious of like, well, let's not try to start to steer episodes to uh, keep bolstering that. Like, I think there could be a thing where that would happen on a show where like, you know, whoever, Steve Carell would pop and then the writers would be like, and we really have to make sure that he's the star of each episode. Yeah. It was much more like creatively too. the show. It's like, no, let's pass the buck. And we found like new ways to make your character funny. And we really kind of honed in on what was so funny about Glenn. Mm -hmm. And... He is very, very, very funny. So I don't know. I, Sunny was just always such a great opportunity for us, and it just it it pays back in so many ways. Not just the money, but like <laughs> like the like the fans and and yeah. and the love we get for the show. I get more love for that show than anything that I've done. Oh, by far. Well, yeah, too, yeah, 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 because it's the most you guys making your own shit, which is what we found about the podcast world. Which is like our fans are, it's us making our own shit. Mm. There is no other. Granted, you're on a television network and all that stuff, but truly, it's you guys making that shit. There's really not a lot of other hands in there forcing you to make it another way. Right. That's you That's guys right. doing it. Yeah. That's like with us doing this shit was like, oh, no one's going to tell me I... No one's going to tell me I can't, really? So that's great. Because otherwise, you know, I like doing the other stuff, too. I feel the same way. It's like, I like doing Dave. I like doing these other small bit roles and tiny stuff. But also, I don't know. It's not, you know... It's not the thing that I get to put all the control in comedy-wise and fun-wise. You know, you show up and you do the job and it's nice, but I think it's way more fun when you have all the, all of the control of it. I mean, you know, that's kind of the... I think that's the weird secret to Hollywood that you don't know when you're coming up or whatever, that you're like, I want to do all of it. And you're like, hmm. Like somebody once told me, you don't want all the fans, you want the right ones. And mm -hmm. I think that's kind of true. It's like, you don't... I don't know if I'd ever want to be Kevin Hart. I think he, Kevin Hart's great. I also, I don't know if I want all of the fans. That just feels overwhelming to me. There definitely seems to come like a certain kind of pressure. I look at Rogan and I'm like, wow, like he's under a, I don't think he feels it or maybe he does, I don't know. But it no, seems doesn't. like he is under a tremendous amount of pressure. He went from this very well-known comedian to all of a sudden like at the center of the cultural zeitgeist like yeah. over the course of a couple of years. And that kind of exposure to me is like somewhat terrifying because I, 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 he clearly doesn't seem to give a fuck no. about it. I think for us, that would be, I, for me, that would be difficult because I'd be like, wow, I, I, can I still keep doing the same things the way that I would, I've always done them? I yeah. don't know. I don't know how. It would and the answer is no. I think sometimes he thinks he can. Like if we go out together sometimes, there is like a moment of, he was like, oh, he's like, where are you last time we were together? And I said, I'm at the gym by the hotel. And he goes, I'm going to come down. And I was like, no, it's not a private gym. You know, it's not a hotel gym. They're connected to like a, public gym right. and he was like so what and i was like 
Are you fucking serious? I mean, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, meet me down there. So I go walk downstairs. I'm in the gym. I go down to the first floor. And he walks in, and I'm giving him the look. Like, what do you, are you really, do, do you really want to do this? And we go upstairs. Within seconds, it was like fucking mob. It's like yeah. Not really. chaos. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's, also, you're in a gym. You're in a gym. That's yeah, like a fucking his... sanctuary for yeah. his people. <laughs> it's like church for meatheads. So, like, it was just chaos. And then he worked out for a little bit privately in this section, and people ended up kind of leaving him alone. But th- I was watching him thinking, what a fucking nightmare. Like, you just, you lose yeah. any I, semblance of anonymity. I just listened to his podcast for the first time, like, two days ago. Who, who Tarantino? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what everybody says. I know pe- people that, like, don't like podcasts or, you know, like, I have family or friends that'll be like, dude, I fucking... I can't believe I've never listened to this show before because it was so fun. Because Tarantino really doesn't do... He doesn't do a lot. ...anything yeah. ever yeah. because he keeps to himself. But I was surprised he did Rogan because he doesn't do much, but it was really good. It was, like, interesting to hear yeah. the a, another version of him that you don't get when you hear him on talk shows or, you know, I don't even yeah. know. Or what Howard is, like, the only mm-hmm. other time I really heard him on Stern when that's he... Why, that, that's why podcasts are so unbelievably popular is because yeah. it's so fascinating to hear long-form interviews. That's what you want to hear. Like, talk shows? What the fuck is that? Like, yeah. three minutes of rehearsed jokes? Yeah. Like, it's just... Have you guys done... What, have you guys done a bunch of talk shows or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've had sure. fun. Like, yeah. I did Kimmel this year and we got drunk and that Kimmel's was really great. fun. Kimmel's a fun Kim, one. Yeah. He, I think Jimmy's... I mean... Because I met him out, you know, like, in, a, in the comedy world and I'll tell you this quick... I don't know. I'll tell the quickest version of the story, but... I, 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 when I first moved to LA, I, my friend's dad was the mayor of Hawthorne and they do the San Gennaro Italian festival down there. And he loved that I'm Santino, even though I look like Ireland. And he's like, go do jokes down there. You're a new comic, but go do jokes. So I went and ate the biggest, huge bag of dicks for like six <laughs> minutes on stage in front of like Italian families who were like, who's this fucking Mick? You know, like it was just awful. And then I got off and this old guy came up to me and put his hand on my shoulder and he goes, you're funny. You're just not there yet. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. It's not there yet. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. And I turn around, and it was practice. his Uncle Frank. Mm. Uncle Frank. Jimmy oh, Kimmel's yeah, uncle. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And even cooler, he goes, um, but, you, but I can tell you're going to be good. And I was like, eh, well, it doesn't feel like it. And he goes, do you know Jimmy Kimmel? And I knew who he was. And I was like, of course. Yeah, I love him. And he says, uh, well, why don't you come to the show? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, come to the show. Can you come tomorrow? And I was like, mm, yeah. Go to the side, ask for Frank. I'll remember your name, and I'll get you into the show. And I was thinking, this is bullshit. He was being nice, but he'll never remember this. So me and my girlfriend go, and I walk up to the side real nervous, and I wore a fucking collared shirt, and I tucked it into my jeans, no belt. Like, I was like... I think you have to look nice if you go backstage. So I bought like a Target shirt. <laughs> so then I go. I bought a tucked shirt into my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I go there and I'll go and this woman's like, who, who you know, brushing. What, what are you doing back here? I said, Uncle Frank said I was supposed to come. And she's like, really? Give her my name. And within minutes, he runs out and gives me a hug. He's like, come meet Jimmy. And he escorted me back there. I was, this was like my third or fourth year in stand up out here. And he, I met Jimmy and I met everyone. He took me around. It was the weirdest probably the most memorable Hollywood moment that I've ever had where I was like, oh man, this guy was really genuine. It wasn't like a, yeah, we'll get dinner. We'll get lunch or I'll, yeah, we'll fucking, I'll see you. And I met all those guys and, and, and did that whole thing. And it was, it just meant a lot. Cause I was like, oh, this is the community that Kim yeah. created over there. Yeah. It was like a family, which felt so real versus, you know, a lot of other shows you're like, 
This is a machine. And that kind of thing absolutely exists. And Hollywood gets such a bad rap for so many different reasons, and a lot of it is deserved. But the truth is, like, you can find douchebag assholes in every industry yeah. everywhere. We happen to attract quite a quite a, a large number yeah, of them. Yeah, we're the best at it. But I will say that, like, I have an incredible community of, like, intelligent, compassionate, empathetic, considerate friends that work in this business. And there's a lot of us. And Charlie. I, and also yeah, Charlie. And, and, me, and, and, and me, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I haven't worked with any real bad eggs. I've worked with people who've had bad raps maybe on some other projects. I've worked with a few people who have made some bad life decisions, but <laughs> I haven't experienced anyone being a, like a monster on I set. Have. Oh yeah, I have. You have? Holy shit! I've just been lucky, I think. Or or you're not seeing it. Oh yeah, or I'm you're not, not seeing, seeing it. That's not mostly it. what it is. Yeah. I, I also think like people don't want me to see it. I don't know what that is, but I think that people like. You're like the kid, and the parents don't want to fight in front of you. Yeah. They're like, not in front of Charlie, will you? I think so. They escort you. Like, Charlie, go to your trailer, buddy. Yes, go to your trailer. There's stuff in there for you to play with, and the adults are going to fight outside because they don't. you are too pure to have you get involved with but shit. But I think I'm also unpredictable in a way where you're like, oh, that's a cute little street dog, and, you know, and you're <laughs> like, but it might go crazy. And it might fight. Like, I don't know what it's going to do. Right. And so, you know, I think it's a good well, thing. Well, also, bullies tend not to fuck around with powerful people and you're uh, a, a powerful people on yeah. the set. So, like, you, it, it, that kind of shit does continue to happen. It's just we just don't see it. Yeah, yeah that's true. I guess it. if they hide it from... And some people are really good and then you'll hear to the grapevine, yes. someone will go, you know what the fuck so-and-so did? And yes. you're like, really? And then they'll... And that's... then I've heard this a number of times. They'll say, yeah, but they won't... And I'm like, that's not true. I've been around that person a thousand times and right. I've never seen it. And they're like, yes, because he would never pull that shit with you. Right. 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 I mean, I, I I have had it, like, on crew where people are like, that fucking AD, you know... It, right. Like, or, or whatever, line producer. But... I haven't seen actors like really. Have you ever had a get? You guys ever had a guest star on Sunny of someone that was kind of an asshole? You don't have to say their name. Did anybody really. come on the show and act like a dick? No, not really. Well, we had. Rob's got one. We, we we've had people like, yeah, not dicks, just tricky. Like, look, and that's a part of it too, which is like sometimes people are just you have to navigate a little bit of mental yeah. health stuff, uh, <laughs> and that's a part of the deal. But where we don't, what we don't ever accept is like abusive behavior. Sure. Or someone's like strange or aloof or, you know, like hard to navigate, late, that kind of shit. You're like, eh. If it's, a show, if it's like a guest star or whatever. We'll and if it's good for the character. if it's yes. good, for, That's what's even more fucked up about yes. Hollywood, which is why we're so fucked up, is because if someone's kind of All right, yeah. Charlie yes. Sheening their way through yes. that show, that's why they liked that show. He was yes. Charlie Sheening his way through his own show, and but, that's why they loved it, I You think. know, a lot of our guest cast usually is like, Friends or, or friends yeah. or aspiring actors who are getting a break. Yeah, you know we don't. It's not a big like, hey, we have this many famous. Like we do it, but we don't always have like the roles for a famous person to come in with right. all their baggage. So maybe once a season we do. If we that. also shoot so fast, and I think people are just like in and out. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. over before. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, so, well, I would, they're there for three hours. Yeah, three hours max, and we don't even give them an opportunity to bitch because we're like. It, 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 Bitch, it doesn't get better than this. So fucking right. shut up and do your job <laughs> and get out. Yeah. DeVito is uh, the best to work with. Yeah, the yeah, best. Like, yeah, yeah. I've heard you guys say that for years. Yeah. Like, before I met you guys, all I ever heard was you guys saying that. But now I finally believe it after all this time. Because you're yeah. like, yeah, we all do this thing with legends where you're like, oh, they're the best. And then sometimes behind their back, we're just like, that guy's a fucking asshole. But no one talks about it, and it is what it is. But I f don't feel like that's him, huh? He no. just doesn't have that thing about him that's like, 
He's exactly the guy you think he is. People are like, oh, what's Danny like? I'm like, picture Danny in your head. That's who he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picture right? that personality, you know? that attitude. Yeah. And, and... and like, even like you look, well, look at Louis De Palma or, or Frank for that matter. And you're like, well, that guy's kind of like kind of a dick, but there's also a wink about it. And, sure. And mm-hmm. Danny doesn't even go that far. But like, no. he's, you know, he's, he's, he is literally Danny DeVito. Exactly what you think. Who, who was the, how, how did you guys get him again? Who was the guy that, that l- made that happen? Wasn't John, it? John Landgraf, who runs FX. Yeah. He, was, he used to run Jersey uh, TV. Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah. Jer- Jersey TV, which was Danny's company. Uh, and so when they, they were like, hey, we want to bring you back for the second season, but you got to bring on a name, we were like, no. And they were like, you're canceled. And we were like, yes. Get us a name. Get us a name. Get a Danny DeVito. That <laughs> <laughs> worked. And it worked. God, it did work. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, look, it's 18 seasons. It's going to be. We're, right now we're in season 15. Wow. But we're contracted to 18. Wow. And I'm going to be on the next season. Guys, look for me. I'll be on the whole, I'm a new ad to the cast, you said. Uh, no more, no. No. No more asking about it. No more suggesting. So it. I will be on the show next year. No, just no. actually part this season that you might be pretty Hey, guys, good. look for me. <laughs> uh, no, no. It's going to be. Uh, well, uh, the, I don't want to give you spoilers. Okay, right, right, we'll talk about the, it. No. No, but I am ha- I'm su- I'm happy for you guys. And we didn't even get I didn't really get to even talk Mythic Quest cuz I think that's part of the thing we should have talked about. Eh. Um no, you don't care. It's all okay. good. <laughs> People want to talk about Sunny. People watch Mythic Quest uh yes. on Apple TV. Please watch that. That's uh Rob's new show and it's touched a lot of bases as far as critics like it. That's a good you know? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, I feel it, like that's it, like it's a, a very successful show for the Apple platform. That's but for I think sure. that's huge. I, yeah. always, I always say that now. There's too many fucking shows. So if yeah. you're, if the show doesn't stink, it's kind of it's like oh that's great. That's how I feel about so much TV now. That I'm like if somebody goes yeah that show's that show's good. I'm like okay great. That's all I need to know. It does. It's not a stinker. Because if yeah. you, if you're on a stinker, no, it's a good show and it scratches an itch for me that um, that Sunny doesn't necessarily. And so mm-hmm. it's really fun to go do and 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 yet like. In terms of like actual pure enjoyment, like Sunny is the one that I have the most fun doing. Yeah. Are you doing anything else or no? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's to the movie for uh, the Amazon. Nobody likes movies. Oh, sorry. Then, yeah. Then no. Movie for Amazon? <laughs> what? What is that? Can you say it? Uh, yeah, it's called I Want You Back, and it's a romantic comedy, pal. Well, you and who? Me and Jenny Slate. Oh, I love Jenny Slate. She's amazing. So funny. She's amazing. She's did she write movie. it? She did not write it. Um, Isaac Aptker and Elizabeth Berger wrote it, and they write, uh, they run uh, This Is Us. I, uh, I did that show. Oh, yeah, it's a good show. I did the pilot of that show, and I had no idea. I mean, I did actually. That being I did actually. I knew it was going to be huge because I sat in the room when they did the table read, and I was like, holy shit. This is, it's like the new, th- it'll be the new thing, the new family, fall in love, cry, watch together. And mm-hmm. I did say that to those guys, J- Hart- Justin Hartley. I was like, man, this show is going to be big, huh? And he was like, I don't know. I hope so. And then I came back for the second episode or the first episode of the second season. And he and those guys were all just like <laughs> fucking <laughs> floating to set. They were like, hey, man, like fucking they had like nine <laughs> Emmys and shit. The world was perfect because uh, half of those people were all kind of I shouldn't say struggling actors, but, you know, like working actors kind of going through 
the whole well, Sterling, thing. Sterling, we've known for years. Like, he's, Sterling he's, was yeah, one of the first Sterling, people I met out Sterling here. Sterling was already breaking out when that show started. He was starting to get an yeah. ascension. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. But Chrissy Mites was was kind of like going through her thing, and mm-hmm. Justin had done a bunch of different stuff, and they were kind of, you know what I mean? It was just kind of, everyone was just kind of like, they're there, they're working, but that thing just, pff. Sterling I ran into in a coffee shop in Atlanta. I think it was, a, he's from Atlanta? I don't know. I ran into him. No, so- he's from St. Louis, I think. Oh, that, oh no, it was in the Midwest. Yeah. That's right. I don't know where I am half the time. Um, I thank you guys for coming on the show. This means a lot to me. Uh, uh, are we going to go hit a golf ball? Yeah, let's go play. Let's do, do it. Do you, do you, did you get a new wedge? Uh, yeah. Should we talk about it? Yeah, you can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Rob and I are starting a golf podcast. Yeah, we're going to do a golf podcast. What's it called? I don't know. We need a name. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't come up with it yet. How's your uh, talking golf? How's your game? How's your game? How's your game? Mm, mm. A little too CBS. No. How about just golf? Golf nuts. And life, but also golf. Mm, no, no, too flat. No, 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 no. Robin Charlie's golf podcast. Not bad. Charlie, that's Charlie and Rob's ball. Yeah. Golf, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I, I pitched Rob as very as, seriously. He pitched. This oh, I was me. dead serious. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. P- p- yeah. P- pitch it to Andrews the way you pitched it to me. He comes out of the office. I don't think I would say it the same to him. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, but I was like, you know, I think I went to a golf podcast just because I love <clears throat> golf and I love talking about golf and it'd be fun. We'll talk to other actors. Maybe we'll get some players, some coaches, and. Yeah. And uh, I was like, would you want to be my sidekick on it? That's so funny. <laughs> what was your immediate reaction? Uh, he wasn't <laughs> laughing and he wasn't smiling. He said, no, he, literally you said like, and I, I, I wanted to do this, but like, I also, I feel like it would be better if I had like a sidekick. And then like, so if you did it, then we could like bring guests on and mm-hmm. or whatever. And I just started laughing and I was like, you just called me your sidekick. And he's like, oh. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I know what a sidekick, know what sidekick is. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if I had a golf podcast, who would you think would be the sidekick? <laughs> Rob. Yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect. This makes perfect yeah. sense. Uh, can we just call me your caddy? That's actually <laughs> oh, great. That, that's that actually great. Better. Better. That feels even better, better, right? That's I'm great. just handing you the card. Hey, Charlie Day here. I'm here with my golf podcast and my caddy, Rob McElhaney. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Robin is, ca- I mean, Charlie and his caddy would be really nice. That's the name of the podcast. Robin, going to need a fresh glass of water, and let's talk to our first guest here, Andrew Santino. <laughs> well, well, look, you, uh, I, 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 I hope it takes off. Um, you'll get a lot of material. Rob, um, Rob and I played, uh, I don't know, it was about a month and a half ago, and Rob uh, dislodged, dis, uh, what is it, uh, recycled. Yes. A wedge into the L.A. River, and uh, yes. man, the sound uh-huh. was beautiful. Well, because did, people, it, just did, for did pe- it echo like. Well, here's what he knows: there's no water in the L.A. River. No, it's no, just right. a giant oh, yeah, empty yeah. basin. Listener at home, but it's he just a he discarded it. Concrete Creek. It was on. What were we on? Six. Yeah, it was whatever that part. Six. Three. And we were on six and. <laughs> Pitching wedge? Uh, it was a 58, 58 degree. Which 58 you, the degree. day before, you and I had gone out and practiced. And, yeah. I, and I had it. He showed me this thing. He's like, just do this. I, did, I, I hit a, a thousand yeah, balls. you had it down. Yeah. And then the next day, <laughs> the next day, by the sixth hole, by yeah. the sixth hole, I tossed this motherfucking thing as far, as hard as I he, could. He did like a, so, and then I was talking to, I don't know who we were playing with, but as we see him getting mad out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, look away, look away, look away. Like, it's like dad is getting angry mm-hmm. and don't look at him because mm-hmm. looking at him is going to get you the club like waved at you, like, <laughs> so I looked the other way and he sidearmed it as hard. I mean, it was fucking such a, it was like a MLB player sidearm and the release was perfect and it end over ended and it hit the bushes and I'm thinking it's going to stick in the bushes. It annihilated the bush. I mean, the bush was like, Phew! it was like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It went right through the bushes into the LA River, and all you heard, and we waited, and all we heard was, bang, 
It was so it was beautiful. Perfect. We're going to have to go out there with a microphone so I can get that audio live. That's and we great. can just be like, and here comes the club toss. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't have the mental game down yet. Nobody does, by the way. No. No, that's true. No. Pros don't either. No. That's, that's why they're, that's, that's why that it's the, the toughest game in the world. That was the first club I had thrown and broken in a very long time. Like weeks. No, no, no. <laughs> I have more respect for my equipment. Charlie. You do. Yes, you do. It, by the way, that, that wedge needed to go. I say it that I say that as if I haven't smashed a club into my own bag yeah. and accidentally broken the shaft of it. I've done it too. Yeah. I put one in I put one in a lake and I immediately was like, why why would I fucking I it's so, right yeah, there. It I feels, need to get that back out yeah, of the lake. Yeah. And I was like, that's such an annoying Did you go in the lake and get it? I did. I've done that before yeah, too. It was so stupid. I was like, why why would why did I do this? Like that was dumb. And then I ended the round, obviously. People were like Oh, you're gonna no, I'm obviously not gonna play. I'm embarrassed. I'm wet. This yeah. was so dumb. But yeah, I got went in and got I've done my the same club. exact thing like in my twenties. We used to sneak onto this golf course every now and then, play like nine holes. We have one bag with one set of clubs. Mm-hmm. And I got pissed off and threw the driver into a lake. Everyone's like, and, we and need. I was like, hey, I, was like I got it, I got it. I'm on. <laughs> Strip down my boxers, go in the lake. My bad. I'll get I'll get it. We do need that one. Yeah. Um, look out for uh, Charlie and his caddy's podcast coming to <laughs> Apple Podcasts or Charlie wherever you get Charlie and his caddy them. is a great name for it. Charlie and his caddy podcast, uh, <laughs> wherever you receive podcasts. We end the show the same way um, on one word or one phrase. This is how you will end the episode. So both of you guys uh, look, in, uh, look in that camera right there, and uh, each of you at, a, at one at a time say one word or one phrase that's going to close the episode. So whenever you're ready, one word or one phrase. I don't like this. Wow, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't Give it? Give us some examples of... Uh, of what good, what cool people, of smart people have said? Well, yeah, what, what, what matters? What, what... Uh, that's a good one. What matters? But that's... A, oh, you what can matters? say a phrase? One word or one phrase. A lot of people take uh, the phrase very seriously. A lot of people use the word as a um, comedic punch, mm. uh, which, you know, I can kind of tell who's going to do what from this mm. angle. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have to. Enjoy your life. Huh. Look at that. You thought he was going to go. You thought I really, I was want, I really go. wanted comedy. See, yeah. I think for me, you're assuming I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what comedy is. It's, it's subverting the expectation. No, it's just spe- it's specificity about it's social ships. It's specificity shit. about social ships. <laughs> yeah, about social ships. About so- <laughs> What's yours, Rob? I'm going to say it's fucked up that the only continued socially acceptable form of prejudice that is accepted is against gingers. Spaghetti's a joke. In here, we pour whisk, 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 whisk. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the Gingers, oh hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.